For Tyrell Goodman, childhood and adulthood were not always glamour. Depression, lack of love from family, mistreatment, loneliness, suicidal ideal, fear, betrayal, nightmares from combat, and mental abuse colored his days and haunted his nights. But through self-discipline, determination, mental toughness, hard work through biblical counseling, and keeping his faith in God that was taught by his grandparents, Goodman transformed himself from a depressed and suicidal young man with no hope nor future in one of the world's top endurances known as life. The only man in history whose true mission to inspire others. So they don't be bitter, be better, and execute. In their daily life, help others in this human race. In Off the Path, he shares his astonishing life story and reveals that most of us face various personal battles internally and as if there is no way out. Goodman's inspiration of no hold bar mentality and no more excuses to push past the storm of life eliminates self-doubt and negative people, accepting and build self-love, and develop a relationship with God to be able to reach their full potential as it is meant to be. Ideal motivation for anyone looking to open their hearts and give more of themselves to the world. Available now. Get your copy today. We live in a world where language and communication have become politically correct. We say bullshit. This is In the Trenches. We talk about what we want, how we want. How we want. Real and raw. From the military to veterans, society, spiritual, government, education, and everything in between, we're having real discussions about it all. Let's do this. This is In the Trenches. And now your host, Joss Young. to Nielsen Research, the black dollar is on track to reach $1.8 trillion by 2024, and that's just in the U.S. Now, this includes spending on restaurants, shopping, and the billion-dollar hair care industry. Here with me now on the driving power of the black dollar, we got Shelly Stewart. He's a director of the McKinsey Institute for Black Economic Mobility, and he's also a partner at McKinsey & Company. Shelly, welcome to BNC Live, sir. It's a pleasure to have you. So let's jump in. Let's talk about the economic spending power that the black consumer has and may not even be aware of. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for having me. And I think it's a really exciting topic of discussion because the opportunity is huge. Uh, we just recently published a piece looking at the black consumer and we, and we really wanted to unpack a few questions. This first question, which you touched on, which is how big is the opportunity? And we find that by 2030, black consumers will be spending around $1.7 trillion a year. That's up from around $900 billion today. I mean, just to give you some sense, that, that, that 1.7 is the equivalent of what we expect the GDP of Mexico to be by 2030. So just a, a really huge opportunity. Uh, we also wanted to understand who is the black consumer and how satisfied are they 
with what's out there with respect to restaurants and grocery and apparel and, and what opportunities exist. Uh, and then lastly, what do companies have to actually do if they're going to win the hearts and the minds of these consumers? All right, Shelley. So what do companies need to do to win our minds and, and more importantly, our dollars, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, the, the most important thing is recognizing that this is it has to be a holistic investment. Right? This is not just about putting your black folks in your marketing campaigns. That, that is important, but it's got to be holistic. You've got to uh, black consumers expect. I mean, in fact, if you look category by category, they expect you know somewhere between a quarter and a half of consumers by category expect that you will be making substantial commitments and external uh, you know, contributions on this topic of uh, you know of, of of the black consumer. And what we find is they want you to have diverse employees, right? Diverse folks that are actually designing products and doing market research. They want you using your philanthropic dollars in ways that help improve the community. If you're a retailer, they'd expect you to stock black brands, right? This whole buy black movement and the 15% pledge, black consumers expect you to be engaging in that, you know, in in good faith. Uh, And then they expect you to be designing the products uh, to, to fit their needs, right? In terms of their, their aesthetic needs, how they think about the trade-off between quality and value. And, and the simple fact of, of the matter is that many companies are failing to live up to this, which creates a huge opportunity for companies who take this seriously. Yeah, Shelly, my last question for you. Uh, what surprised you about this report? And, and how can Black people better leverage our dollar? Yeah, I think uh, there are many things that surprised me about this, but I think just the, the, the level or lack of access in some of these categories. I mean, we, we found that 8 million black Americans live in food deserts. That is a huge, that has huge human costs, but it also has huge commercial consequences for companies that are failing to meet this demand. And that's just an opportunity that, that, that is out there. And, uh, and those who move quickly against this uh, will, will, will benefit and black consumers can hold companies accountable to not just put black folks in their marketing, but to deliver holistically on you know, what it takes to to actually serve us holistically. All right, Shelly Stewart, uh, we definitely need to talk more about this topic. So we look forward to welcoming you back, sir. But thank, thank you. you for your time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of In the World, the best podcast in the world, In the Trenches. We have a special episode that will hit home to many people who are asleep, but mostly for the people that are awake. And when I mean awake, I mean consciously awake of what's going on in this world and society and within the community. But before we get into the show, I want to first introduce my very, very special and lovely co-host. I said it, my lovely co-host, co-host, Misunderstood. What's going on, Misunderstood? <laughs> That's all Everything right. Everything but the right thing. Here we go. Here we go. Can you hear me now, right? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Great. I hear you. I hear you. Everything is good. Everything is good. How are well, you? I'm doing well as well as can be. Can't complain. You know, wouldn't do anything any good if I did complain. Come on, now. nobody listening now. You know, it's not complaining. It's explaining. You're telling oh. the people what's really going on. Oh, now, yeah. because you receiving it like I'm complaining, uh, you got me messed up. But I'm uh, just telling you what's going on. <laughs> that is true. Well, now 
for our special guest that has never been on the show before. And this soul, this very soul is so brave to stand up and to be able to speak out. This guest is a consultant. And this guest also has served as a pastor, a speaker, as well as also has several you know, experience in real estate and negotiation in the church and businesses, as well as managing lease spaces. Currently, this guest has been in the merchant service or the payment industry, assisting all types of businesses to save lots of money by lowering the cost to process cards for payments for over 20 years. Now, this guest, this guest is known Dr. Donald Baker. How you doing, sir? Man, I'm great. It's good to see everyone and miss, be misunderstood. I, I, I can talk about that on another show. <laughs> uh, because I think I think Black America has totally been misunderstood by the dominant culture. And I want to celebrate you guys on something. My first time on the show, but the commercial that you played is a clip is I just don't want to be where I'm accepted and I celebrate it. So uh, one of the things is I, I am never going to be politically correct because nowadays that verbiage should be out the door. We need to be unhinged because the dominant culture is unhinged. If you understand what I say when I say the dominant culture, they're completely unhinged as it comes to our well-being, our survivals, and, and a list of other things. So I, I felt real good when I heard that. So I can say it like a T-I-E. <laughs> well, Dr. Baker, let me put it this way. In the Trenches, and we welcome you in the Trenches. In the Trenches is a podcast that we are not politically correct, and we speak raw and real discussion. There's no filters or nothing. We say it like it is. If the baby is ugly, we're going to say the baby is ugly. It's ugly. That's right. So, <laughs> so we're gonna be real this way because he's purdy. That's a purdy baby. Oh, well, he's we need to tell the truth. <laughs> well, well, we're gonna be honest. You know, when you say a baby cute, you technically kind of comparing them to a dog because every time you see a dog, somebody say what? <laughs> that dog is cute. So why would you use that word on a child? <laughs> Ooh, you better stop. Stop. <laughs> so that's how we do it, Dr. Baker. That's how we do it here. <laughs> I, I, I like it already. I'm not so, in strange territory. <laughs> so today, in this episode, we're going to talk about Black economics. This is part one. We're going to have many parts to discuss the importance of Black economics because evidently, you know, from past to present, and there's still some issue of not comprehending and we're not moving in the right direction. But it's the important part of what we're going to discuss today of black economics is why it's important to understand the dollar. Why is it important to understand the dollar? Well, so what you think, Dr. Baker? Is that to me? Is, is that to me? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just writing some things down as you was talking. But if you're talking... Understanding why it's important to understand the black dollar because uh, it's it's so super important. I mean, you heard me the other night, and here's one of 
my pet peeves is uh, we have the ability, a lot of people understand this, we have the ability to sort of like bankrupt America or the dominant culture, make them pay attention to us by suspending our spending dollar because Black America has always been the number one consumers in America. We're the number one moviegoers. We're the number one uh, when you don't see the dominant culture, you do, but we, we're dominated in this area. You see the dominant culture in line, but you see most of us. You've been listening to come out and all this other stuff. And we take and spend three hundred dollars on a pair of tennis shoes. Uh, you know, the, the dominant culture knows. I shared today with someone uh, that the power to be has shifted. OK. It shifted a long time ago. We're just getting in the seat. If we don't recognize why the black dollar is important, then we don't recognize why we still exist. And we're better off being slaves again. Okay, can you, the black dollar can change can you everyone in our community. Well, if you understand the power we have, collectively, black Americans have more spending power and more money as one of the clips just said, which I've been singing for years, in possession right now. We're slated, I think, to be at 1.5 trillion by 2025. That's collectively more than about seven or eight countries. Okay? And guess what? You watch the news, watch the television. Uh, you go to Walmart, H-E-B, and all these other stores and Target. They use us in their commercials now, okay? They use us because they understand they need to get us in there to exist. When you talk about why it's important to understand the black dollar, well, the black dollar, they understand it. They need it to exist because if they don't have the black dollar, they will have to shut down. You think the pandemic shut down, let us stop spending. And I mean, really mean, just don't do nothing at all. And it'll change our power position. So why we need to keep our eye on the black dollar? Why we need to support one another in black business? Why we need to start trading with people that look like us and understand what we really need, okay? I wish one day would come when we could just stop and I doubt it, buying Gucci and Louis Vuitton and East Saint Laurent and Tommy Ford and Nebraska. Put on some, uh, uh, just put on some bacon soda and smell good or something. I don't know. Quit buying all this stuff. I know, I'm real. You ain't going to catch me with uh, name brand stuff on. And the reason I don't is because all that stuff is made in foreign countries by people in a sweatshop. They get paid 10 cents and 15 cents. When they produce stuff, they bring it over here and they show it to us and we like it and we buy it to make us feel good about ourselves, to make us feel acceptable in the face of people who really don't care, don't like us, and don't understand us. Because real money, we wear that stuff to show we got something. But real money, real money is very, very solid and quiet. Change make a lot of noise. Poor people wear Gucci. Oh. Uh -oh. I'm done with this. I can't do it today. I, I, I can't do it today. I think you kind of stepped on some toes right there, but you know, yeah. that's what we do here. You know, because as I mentioned in the beginning, you know, we speaking to those that are awake. But as as misunderstood and I would say, this is grown folks conversation. So if you're not grown and you can't handle it and you can't take the medicine, then this is not the show for it. Yeah. Because I'm trying to tell you, 
You're trying to be better. You have to sit, no, you're going to have to sit here and listen to this. This is going to be good information. This is something <laughs> that you got to be bigger than yourself. Since y'all said it's un- politically correct and unhinged, and the people that really do us a disservice is the misunderstanding of our own people towards us who are doing something. Oh. They will take their job that they work at, their paycheck, and they will go into the Galleria and all these other malls across this country, and they will see your business in that mall, bypass that business, go straight across to the dominant culture and spend money that takes it straight out your community. The black dollars stay in the black community less than 24 hours. You get it? Less than 24 hours. And we still eat at these old nasty Chinese restaurants and all these other stuff. Let's let's start a movement. We have this culture today they call uh, cancel culture. Well, why y'all not counseling the culture of people who were shoot in these neighborhoods because somebody took a nickel piece of candy or stole something and you shoot them and you would gun them down. Okay, and y'all still going and buy the chicken, buy the clothes, buy the food. Those people need to disappear out of black communities because, okay, we in the city, well, you ain't going to see that stuff in River Oaks and some other communities. And we're the only ones let them come set up shop in our community, beat us up, shoot us up, and then take our dollar out our community. Okay, do I need to name groups? The Asian people. They take our dollar and they send it back home straight out of the community. They don't live there. Stop supporting business where people do not live in your community. And we have to come together and understand why it's important to understand the black dollar. If I'm going to spend my money and I'm going to be a victim with my money, I'd rather be a victim by people in my community. The dominant culture have victimized me. You buy something and they'll dare you to return it. Speak up. So this young group of people out here who knows how to counsel culture Okay, well, why don't you go cancel that coach? Oh, shitting all these little hoods down and stuff. Back in the day, they used to have a store where uh, you could go and get a little credit and help mom and dad and, and grow up. Now they just don't. You finish short, you pad now. Don't need product. Let's shut it now. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll digress and leave. I, I was in New York one time and I love Harlem. And if you ever been there, it's a fabulous place. But guess what? When them people go to march and through there and say, shut it down, I've watched them in the middle of protest, literally the dominant culture and the rest of them start shutting it down the gates. They don't play. We need to let that spirit circulate the country. Let's get back in control of the black dollar. Everybody else knows, especially the black camps, politicians, Al Sharpton, Ben Crump. You don't see those guys till they murder somebody and, and so they can get the money and they show up in the community. They're not showing up for nothing else. They don't show up unless it's blood, guts, and money. Civil litigation. We got to get sick of it, okay? Learn, to, learn to when to be a victim and not to be a victim. And it just vexed me to them when I see those guys. Wake up, Black America. Okay? Uh, uh, Al Sharpton is nowhere near a damn leader. Neither is being Trump. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm about to call you doctor and everything. Just call uh, me <laughs> Baker. That's all I need. I mean, they I just got one question. I got one question for you. 
you are right now using what to stream with us? Is it a phone? No. Um, Maybe. Well, I, want, I, wanna, I don't know which way to look sometimes. <laughs> okay. No, I was gonna I was gonna say like if we can make it go sideways, how do you tell him to do it so he can That's get bigger? That's a song called Sideways. That's what they keep doing. Hey, right there. Right there. That's where we need now, you. Look, we need you. what you're trying to see now. <laughs> we, we need you there. That's where we need you. I want I just wanted to make sure that you you need to be there. Yeah, we need you there. Cause when you at right here, you listen, you we shut this whole thing down, but we can't shut it down because you have set it up very, very nicely. I think there's like-minded people in the in our community like us, but just don't know how and don't know when to say it. Well, I'll tell you, I can't tell you how to say it, but I can tell you when to say it. You ought to say it all the time. I'm sick of my black dollar disappearing out of my community. I'm sick of black uh, dominant culture stores open up to my community, not employ me. I will not, under any circumstance, go any store. And I trust me, follow me if you want. I'm not going to any store where I don't see people that look like me, closely like me. I'm just not going. I need to see it, it because economics, in a sense, people have to be on a balance scale. You're going to win some, lose some, but everybody ought to feel good about winning. Now, I ain't in the head of the race, but I'm winning. Mm-hmm. We always, they here and we here. We borrow. Mm-hmm. And what makes and us happy is the blue. Well, and then there's another group of people that's extremely rising up fast and very powerful. And, and, and America, uh, the dominant culture, understand it. Okay, if you want to talk politics, Terrell, I mean, uh, is this, uh, here it is. Black women, okay? Let me tell you something, people. They are the, listen, they're the, they're the second coming, <laughs> okay? Because they're going to take over and they're going to, and they're already, and they're in power and they're in position and they're going to continue to grow and the dominant culture sees it. If you really know and understand certain things, uh, we used to be called, in politics, think outside the minority. We're not the minority when it comes to politics. The whites are the minority. Okay? All right. Now, but the black women have been becoming more strong, extremely educated, and, and, and extremely to the point where they're going to, some are going to make the changes. Now, I'm saying this very seriously on both sides of the street, Democrat or Republican. Now, you and I, uh, classify, we have people classified as Democrats, those are classified as Republican, conservatives, independent, okay? Here's what happened, all right? Now, that's what we wear as titles, as citizens, but the Democrats, the Republican, the independent, okay, the upside down, okay? They get together after they fight with the cameras on, on television, and they go behind the closed doors and laugh and kiss each other, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you, when the last time you really seen Al Sharpton and all that money that Ben Crump got from black women, children being shot, what you're doing with it? Supporting the white lawyers that's backing you up? You ought to be putting it. You, I ain't, you've got enough. You've got hundreds of millions. You ought to go to every community that's been shot, had kids with police, and put in some training facilities for education, computer, job training, out that money you got, 
from as a from lawsuits, civil litigation. People, when you see Ben Crump up, he's not supporting nobody. You don't see him in the civil criminal court. He's he's not a trial lawyer. He's just a civil pimp lawyer. Can I, can I, you, you, it's so funny that you're so far away and you talk about Ben Crump because I know for a fact that before Ben Crump even surfaced, I called Ben Crump because I thought that he was, you know, about the cause. I thought he was fighting. But see, my fight was that I wanted to put God back in the school. You know, he told me that wasn't his fight. He, he told me that wasn't his fight. And I said, that ain't your fight. And then I see him standing in the platform with the first black mom that, you know, chick kid got shot. Then I seen him again with the next black kid. And then I said, and you got on him. The first thing you said is Don, the, Ben Crump. I, I, and I digress. If you look at the funeral service of, the, I forget the young man's name, and blessings be just standing there and hands of the Lord be upon him. But it was just embarrassing. It was humiliating. That was the Floyd, George Floyd. George Floyd. No, no, the most recently, he had a couple of weeks ago. Tyree. 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 Okay, and here's what happened. You see how Sharpton gets up there with his crony being crumb. Don't get it misunderstood. Look, if somebody out there can really do some forensic accounting and get it all together and put being under a scope and you put uh, uh, shopping under scope, you're going to discover something. There's been something. The old saying is, follow the money. Okay? And they don't, okay, you get it? And, and they take the money. Now, y'all start saying, okay, Kyrie was killed. Why don't you give that money that you're going to get from the civil litigation, your fees, and place community uh, buildings and build something in the community so we can put a stop to all this. Instead of letting them open up more police stations, if you scatter the police, then open up a center, training, teaching people. Because when there's poverty, there's crime. When there's crime, there's death, okay? But when there's education, training, now you're creating what we call generation wealth. Mm -hmm. Because instead of him being a gangbanger, all right, he's gonna be a business owner. And they just don't know because they don't have, we don't, we weren't taught that in school. And these politicians out there, the only time they show up is when they're trying to get elected. Now go and look it up. You'll see me endorsing some, and they'll tell y'all, I say this same energy that I use to support to get you in, doctor and treasurers, many of them that came. I use that same energy to get you out if you're not for the people. So they come to us for why? Because we're always the victim. Black folk, black culture, we always the victim. And the, and the dominant culture has learned to use us. You'll see one of them every now and then supporting it. Now, I'm, I don't get into organization. I make no alliance with people. Uh, black Lives Matter, it came up, it went away. But did you know it has billions of dollars? And, and and then you uh, yes did y'all know that the, the the founder was not a black person it was a person of the dominant culture and the uh, vice president raised a lot of money for that organization okay even though the so-called founder is under scrutiny when are we gonna stop letting them make us look like act like a victim when we're really not we just been wrong and we can handle it from there but don't use me and use us, our culture. Our own people use us in politics. 
Okay? Al Sharpton, years ago, people soon forget, he was an informant. Okay? But when you talk about our money, we can stop a lot of this. Stop it. Stop it. Stop letting them make us feel this way. All right? Because we won't have all these issues if our children have access, opportunity, and the doorway and the gateway open where they can become creative. Well, if we have the negative, I'm impressed. There was a 13-year-old, I wish I had thought of a nine-year-old kid who made one of those NFTs. And and guess what? He made $7 million overnight in weeks and self-support his family. So listen, give our people. They're more educated. And they're supposed to be, younger people are supposed to be more educated than us because why? Of technology. I wish some young people would hear this video and help shut down some of these so-called organizations that support Blacks that do not. They support us from a victim status. It's just like the dominant culture did and still does when a baby is born. The first thing they want you to do is get a stamp on that baby with a birth certificate because they take that and that become a, a loan to the Chinese across the country. Do you understand why they need your birth certificate and your social security number? Because they look at it, this person may just happen to be someone who becomes successful and they borrow money on that. Isn't it amazing? You deposit your money in Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase, and these are bogus credit unions and you can't borrow a damn dime. And they take your money that you deposit your little jack-in-the-box and your little check, and we're going to get on these churches, and you put, you put that in your bank and pay your bills, and they take some of it you leave for what you call savings. If your money's in a rental savings account, listen, it ain't worth a damn dime. There's just money for them to use to take and sell. They give you less than a percent, and they take it and loan that money out at a higher percent, 24% on credit cards, 18% percent on cars. Listen, debt is success. Debt is money to America. That's true, because America makes money off people staying in debt. And the less debt that you're in, less money the government makes. And on top of that, a lot of a lot of the blacks in our community don't understand the importance of if you maintain a good credit, you can maintain your 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 finance. You maintaining your finance then you cannot get into a serious debt where the government is taking advantage of you financially when it comes to living and surviving. The, the, this, this, I think I, the, you know, Carter, what is it? Carter G. Woodson said, if you control a man's thinking, you can control his action. And that's what's been taking place for so long and so many years that uh, many of us in the community, in, in my opinion, has not open their eyes to the truth because they are the fear of seeing the reality of what is going on. And some, I think, is just being taught from generation to generation from the Willie Lynch mentality for us to backstab each other. I mean, what is your, I mean, what's your take? Because many don't even understand the dollar and how important the dollar is. Because when you mentioned when you mentioned about keeping the dollar in the community and, and circulating, I'm still coming across, you know, individuals that cannot comprehend what it means and the importance of making sure that dollar stays within the community. So those that's watching and, and listening, can you explain exactly 
what you mean when it says the circulating and keeping the dollar in the community and what it does. Because like I said, a lot of them, some people you just have to break it down to. They're not, they're not Einstein. They're not genius. <laughs> so you got to break it down for those that. Let me say this. If you know, I, I told you about, uh, I'm nowhere, I don't care for it, don't like it. It fell by, in my hand just by other people understanding how you can be a gift to them, especially when it's people not of your culture. So I've watched the other dominant culture, and I've also watched the Asian community that I ran property for. And they buy property in rundown communities, build them up, lease them back out to us, take them back. Jack us up with high rent, don't do no repairs, put in restaurants, chicken stores, and all that. So we don't get no benefit. They don't hire us. And, and what they do is take and build real estate outside of your community. And they take your money that you go in there and buy the liquor, the beer, the cigarette, and the hookah, and all that other stuff. And they take that money straight out of your community. When last time you seen a Chinese person say, I want to name, open up a, a community center in the name, uh, Big Mama. Okay? So what they understand is the value of the dollar. Take it out the community. Okay? Now, understand this here. Uh, is the dollar nationally wide? It ain't worth nothing anymore. I think the rate, uh, the, the rate of the dollar, I think it's worth, I think the dollar is at 67 cents. It has to be 67 cents worth. Look, people in foreign countries, everybody used to love the American money. It's not happening no more because they they understand that it's fraudulent. It's money that really has no value. You guys have your president over here uh, kissing ass of uh, Zelensky and and gave all right gave uh, eighty uh, several billions of dollars and some more billions. Now, now okay, not being politically correct. He, they goes, America goes, and it's the first time the president did it. But just look at this time. He goes over and gives, now that's just the other day. It's, he did it before. But we still over here, the black politicians make us coexist with them to try to understand that we may be able to get some reformation sometime. Damn reformation. It ain't going to happen. Forget about that. They feel they're giving it to you already when you get food stamps and other benefits that you feel because you had adequate and uneducated folks get. They give you that and let you call that reformation. But they take our dollar over there to Zelensky and help make money. And you don't remember that he was nasty to the African culture. Go do your homework, black people. Now, Quit worrying about reformation and start taking the black dollar and let's get together. These people we support in our community, chest Look, people, okay, then we say charity begins, the Bible says charity begins at home first, then it spreads abroad. America, in the statement of Dr. Hope, uh, uh, Dr. King, America has given us a blank check. That we took to the uh, uh, that we took the bank that came back insufficient. All right, now unquote. America keeps giving us blank checks, blank ideas, blank concepts. 
fraudulent things. They throw out stuff on the news media, the liberal news media, CNN and those tricks and Fox and the rest, everyone. And here's what they say, we're going to pay for your college tuition and pay it off and suspend the debt. It ain't happening. Just make you get to move it and vote. When you vote, they get in, they're going on to something else. They ride the pony, they ride the horse. Now the greatest political toy right now and what has been weaponized is playing with this gun law. It gets everybody up in The dominant culture knows how to scare people into understanding security and safety. Okay. And the dominant culture are more protective of their pets, their dogs, than they are their own children. So if they're more protective of their own dogs and children by putting chips in the dogs and they get lost and they know how to track them. Now, you think they're worried about you getting some kind of check? Come on, wake up, black people. Stop being stupid and silly. And they think we are when we're the most educated people on the first of the day, all the inventors of the earth. So we need to understand the dollar and why I don't know why that we have to really chastise the black community. OK, our own people, because you get the Beyonce's, the rappers and the stars and twelve hundred dollar ticket when you got old mothers staying in their home and don't have running water. Ain't no experience. I'm paying for twelve hundred dollars and ain't coming back out into the community. No, I'm not going to do it. Something is wrong. The black community, not, I mean, when I say broke, we're broke emotionally, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. We need to wake up, take the flaps out, take the sheds out, and understand you're valuable, you're important. You're the entertainers of the world. You're the jokers, you're the comedians of the world. And, and start paying attention to these shows, to commercials. That's where the money is at. And start peeling. See, I don't take up much time. You got to take, have you ever seen an onion? Yeah. Onion. Okay. An onion, people. You don't have a core. There is no core. It's just a layer. Layer. There is no core. That's how they treat us. Wow. It's just layers of stuff to blind us. It's called Where's the Dog? You get one police shooting and everybody's directed over there. That's that. And why they did that early part of the year in January, while we was over there marching and acting a fool with them, but uh, over here they passed law trying to suspend your privileges to vote and a whole lot of other stuff that went into place and nobody said, we sleep. Uh, we out somewhere. So people get on me as you're intoxicated all the time with uh, current events. I'm trying to watch what's happening to understand how to reposition myself. Yeah. They're not going to come knock on my door and say, hey, Baker, I just want to put you on notice. We're about to do this and that. I'm ahead of the game. Let's wake up our culture to understand that. And let's stop being a victim. And let's be victorious. We have the ability to make it when they understand we can wreck this economy. Let's stop it. Now, Jay-Z and all these other rappers and all these other billionaires and stuff, they're not even open up. There's still, there's not one current existing black bank. Remember, people, the black dollar is important. We're talking not about but the spending power we have. It's important to this country's existence. 
what we have to do is understand America is bankrupt. They do nothing. The fraudulent Federal Reserve does nothing but print money. They ain't gonna arrest people from printing fraudulent money when they ain't doing ever printing fraudulent money. That's all they do, print money. That's what devalue the dollar. That's why it's no more value. But when it comes to our people, let's stop buying all this stuff. Well, well I, I got a question. I got a question because we have we have people that are listening and shout out to you, bro. I see you, Sam, that you're on there. And he's asking a question about just the fickleness, like the foolishness. Like, you know, people want to be housewives. Like they're not what you're saying is what we need to be hearing. But it seems like people are into the entertainment. They want to be entertained all of the time. And now they're teaching the children how to be entertained. No one is speaking this. No one is saying it the way that you are saying it, because today, just within the, the last 20, 25 minutes, you have taken a lot of the things that our culture is dealing with. And we walk around acting like we don't know what the answer is, or we walk around like we are broke. But yet we did pay twelve hundred dollars to see Beyonce. Like so, what? It's like we need to talk about it, but don't we need to talk? I guess like spiritually first, culturally first, because you need to be able to hear me. Like you need to get rid of the shit so that you can make room for the goodness that needs to come inside of you. Because right now, if you watch TV, you know, wherever you turn, you're being consumed with shit. And people are bringing it in, bringing it in, and bringing it in. So you have good information right now. And it's just like, you know, you, you said so much. Even to, okay, like we do this sex trafficking thing right now. People are big on sex trafficking. You spoke on it in a different kind of a way. You spoke on it just in the sweatshop of the clothes that you wear, in the nail salon, how the people don't get bricks. Like they, it's a different type of mentality that's going on. But black culture is like, it's almost like we take, we want the reparations. So that we, so we take them in our own right, but then we're all the way wrong in what we're taking. Like we should be demanding something else. Like we should be demanding that this is being taught in our schools. But yet we'll get into, oh, I think he I think he discriminated over my child because he didn't speak enough. You know what I mean? Or like the whole Pete, the whole uh, sesame place thing. We we took that and went somewhere completely different with it, as opposed to saying, you know, we can own a sesame place. We can actually invest our money and we have the talent. We have all of the skills. Like you just said, we are the entertainment. We are everything, but everyone is working for these little itty bitty checks. But when you go back to, if you follow the money, like you said, there's somebody else on the, on the down on it. The, they're not the dominant culture anymore either, but you know, they, they are the ones that's in charge. Just like our football, just like our basketball, just like, uh, you know, and we all speak on it, but we just speak on it. We don't make well, steps. I have to tell you, when agreements are made, 
okay, from entertainers to some professionals, we're never at the table. And the more we see our people sitting up to the table and making agreements and deals that affect the entire community, uh, we keep going back to this understanding the, the black dollar, understanding why it's important, okay? It's important because it's transformed. It can transform us. It can transform our community. It's important this. It's noteworthy that there's a guy from China just bought, if I'm quoting, I can't remember right away, from 200 maybe to 500 acres right outside the San Antonio Castle. Yeah, I, I read about this, like 130 yeah. acres of land. 130, which is by one of our uh, nuclear plant or something. Okay. By, by a military base. Yes. Don't people feel that that's a problem? We didn't take it serious. The liberal media painted a picture is just a balloon. Okay, at some point it is because they've been here. China been here trying to collect the money. And only the reason this went the way it went is because some Normal citizen happen to, to see this below. But listen, one of the things that we don't do, and because we wasn't trained, is own and possess the land. Now that come from the biblical, as misunderstood, said, but spiritual. See, our parents used to sit there and we would sing the old Negro hymns and spirituals, and we had plans in the songs. If you listen, those songs were songs of trying to escape. I'm going to turn and run when the old master ain't looking. You know, we thought it was really church, but they was communicate because mm-hmm. they didn't, the, the dominant culture and the slave man didn't understand that singing. He just thought, oh, there's such a musical group of people. But we were communicate. We're going to hit that rail and that stuff. But we don't own no land. Take possession. Let the Bible say Take possession, own some land. Let's build our own college. Let's build facilities to help our people and understand and educate them why it's important. The black dollar. Let's just say black spending dollar. How about that? Okay. We 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 and so, take advantage of that. So, Baker, let me ask you this question. I know it's a little bit veer off a little bit, and I don't know if you you've been keeping up. Well, I'm sure you might. You probably are keeping up. So when you're saying we should own land, um, you you hit something that that, that kind of got to me in regards to owning the land. I mean, it's in the good it's in the good or the bad way. And what I mean is the situation that's that's happening up in Colorado. You have a black farmer that owns a thousand acres, and then on on the side has a neighbor. That's racist. That's threatened to kill and hang, uh, and has killed his animals and, and this and that. And then the sheriff department is not giving them any justice or anything of that nature. And what gets me even more is the fact that one of the owners, which is the spouse, is a green veteran, and they still have not and will not respect her. And they had her and the husband arrested up on the false charges. First of all, if you was in Texas, that wouldn't happen. That's true. See, here's one thing. When you don't know your rights, you don't have any rights. And if you step your tail on my property and destroy 
my property, my animals, my livestock. I have a right to defend my property. And instead of that being an arrest, there's going to be a trial immediately. You mean because number one, my rights going to come in place. Number two, I'm going to be exonerated because the same rights the dominant culture made to protect them, they're going to protect me and I'm going to use them. The dominant culture changed the game when the rules doesn't benefit them anymore. They used to arrest black kids. We got more black people in prison for less than two to three ounces of marijuana under the old laws that Kamaliza, Kamala Harris, and the rest of them pimps in California, and the Bill Clintons, okay, that passed the two, three stripes you're out, and you got people still in prison on the marijuana charges. Now today, you get pulled over here in Texas, they, if it's under two ounces, they can't take it just sight and release. And understand this here. Is sight and release. And if they give you a ticket, the ticket is a civil case. Now they've got a thing. Uh, the reason they had to change the marijuana laws because the dominant culture, kids were smoking it now, changing a generation, smoking the weed and getting in, couldn't get in college and couldn't get jobs. So they got to change the rules. Let's change this marijuana law rules. Now, anytime this crooked America can make some money off something, they're going to change the rules. So the dope dealers on the street that were selling the pounds and pounds of marijuana went to prison, but now the dope is in the government. They're in the dope business. They tax it. Okay? So that's how they make it legal. But the problem was their kids were not getting jobs. Their kids were losing because they were smoking and passing, selling tests and couldn't get jobs. And guess what happened? They tried to change the law so their kids won't go to jail. That because their law, we get the benefit too mm. and study. Not only that, so what they did is their kids, ours were still smoking a little joint and going to jail. They can't get a job. Pookie can't get a job. Now, the, the dominant culture kids are, are suffering from uh, opioids, okay? Now they changed that game. They sued pharmaceutical. I thought all the black folks with dope heads and drug addicts. And y'all didn't sue when we were addicted and when we were out there, but now all of a sudden you're suing something wrong with that picture. It's because now they are, they're kids and stuff. And the guy today watching on the news who's trying for killing his wife and kids. Okay. Now look what he said. I was full of that dope. I was addicted. Now he's a well powerful lawyer. Now listen, we wasn't that powerful. So what they do is they change the laws to fit and to suit them. The opiate law. Now here in Texas, you get caught with drugs, they have what you call a drug court. I didn't ain't never heard it exist. The drug court. A drug court, okay? Mm. And they move some of them from criminal to civil and make you go through a program. The dominant culture would change the rules of the game to fit them and to help their people and their children. You, wait a minute. Look it up. Wait a minute. Look it up. Look it up. Houston, Texas. When I drug court. All states, most of them have. I heard that they are the people like like if you did get locked up for a small amount before and they did let you out or you've been out or they they're working with you like but these are the people that are able to get they're like they're like showing them how to buy dispensaries like you know the I guess I matter that that's what that's what it, like yeah. this up in this in this area in Pennsylvania. Now, I ain't never heard of the drug court. 
But I got to I got to look into that because I'll tell you where to go. Go to harriscounty.com and look it up. Just Google it. Drug courts. Okay. And it's kind of if you look at it, I know the reason it came about to benefit the dominant culture, because they need little Johnny to get in these certain colleges. And so they changed the rules. And so since they want to do that, it don't just benefit little Johnny. We got to play by that rule they created and we could use them. So now you go down there and they let you go and get uh, help and all that. And you go to drug court, keep them locking you up and having a criminal eviction. Let's do the research. Okay? It ain't about you. They had to pass the law to make it fit for little Johnny because they need to get little Johnny in these uh, 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 top colleges. Okay? Right. And it's just a game. Okay? But we still... Uh, what you're saying, Doc, is we still worrying about 40 acres and a mule. If our grandparents and ancestors didn't get there, you sure ain't going to get it. You're dying faster than you can get it anyway. Yeah. Because you're still yeah. going to these Chinese restaurants, eating all this chicken and all this stuff and getting the sweet diabetes and the high blood pressure. And by the time you get ready to get 40, you gone. We can't bury you. Change yeah. your vision and concept. So get up there. You said something? Remember. These people don't know their rights and their power. And 40 acres and owning land. Start buying land and building complexes. You, you say, I ain't got no credit, I ain't got no money. Well, you need to check where the dominant culture going. Go to the government website. They loan money to build apartments. You don't need no money. Buy the land and get it. The community development corporation, build in your area and get the money. They print it and get it and do what you're supposed to do with it so they don't come lock you up and build it. All you got to do is have a vision and willing to do it and go make it happen. And stop trying to do everything by yourself. Hire other people. Get you a good accounting when you get the government money so you don't go to jail. Keep doing the program. Most people don't understand when you get grants and loans from the government, uh, you, uh, let's say grants, you can get a grant for, if you get a three, 10 million, I don't care. They don't have a problem with you paying yourself an executive salary. Folks just misunderstand when you say nonprofit. It don't mean you doesn't make money. Girl, girl Scouts is nonprofit. Boy Scouts nonprofit. All right, and they make a lot of money. All right, my point because you can pay yourself an executive salary. Okay, but I like your title. Misunderstood. See, we we got a misunderstanding how this money is distributed. And every president, every politician have a trust account. Mm. And if you it's an onion people, and when you peel back the layer, there's really no owner. And well, they buy and trade and do money. So we just well, now, people about us, our dollar. Now I know this is not going to be a shock to you because as you were speaking, I was looking at looking it up, you know. And I know, you know, I'm one of the few that will look up stuff and and really research it. <laughs> In 2019. The expenditure for the black household, for the black household total in the United States was an estimate $835 billion. $835 billion in 2019. Now, if now, right now, the US at this point has spent $1.93 trillion dollars. Now, if we kind of compare, even though they're two different years, if we compare 
And two, you can see what you're what, saying. What year were you caught in 19? 2019. So 2013, African American consumer market exceeded the trillion dollar market for the first time. Mm-hmm. So and we're, we're steady more. growing. Now you all right, you get it. We are still we are the ones. Here's an article I printed out. Collectively, African Americans' net income spending power now exceeds $1.3 trillion annually. And it's really because of the economic reality, a wide variety of contemporary companies that were created by black folks. That's what started the whole damn thing. Now, we didn't just show up on the scene in the 80s and the 90s. This took place before we even got here. Mm-hmm. Now, then they start including us in data. Mm-hmm. They start, wait a minute. These inventors, this group of companies, black inventors, you know, created a lot. And you can go look it up. And so what they weren't more interested, they weren't more concerned about who was making the product is that the money was coming from. Mm-hmm. And somebody got to put this and let's get it in the data so we can count and check and keep some check points in place. I think now what we're trying to do is try to wake up a sleeping giant as the generation today. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, America should be and always be and remain a place of capitalists. We've been duped, we've been tricked, our parents were tricked, our grandparents, and we still believe that the IRS is a government entity. Ignorant people don't know that it's not true. It's owned by foreign countries. Go look it up. The Rockefellers, the KOCH brothers, okay? Go look them up. The Federal Reserve is not a part of the government. Mm-hmm. And those are the agencies we look for for money. And it goes into foreign countries and all And they don't, you know, know how to throw out time to make us be quiet. Let's get together. Let's put together. Let's start getting the generation and church to wake up and change. Uh, I, I love the news. I want that. Uh, this was February the 17th. The World Bank is poised for an overhaul. Yeah. Uh, companies, utilities companies here in the city. We have a nonprofit, unquote, aerocop, or whatever it's called, who run the, and is a board of the Dominant culture, who controls everything and give contracts to their brothers and sisters on electrical drainage and system. Well, and I think that's a big fraud. Look, we got to start sticking our nose where it ought to be. Right, I I, I agree with that because I, I attended an event, um, and I'll tell anybody I'm neither Republican, I'm neither Democrat. I'm all about let's do what's right for the people and by the people. So as I'm sitting there in, in the luncheon at an event that with congressman, 
they're transparent and I was just so surprised behind that was when it was stated that there is, they are going to have to now increase our, our debt ceiling because if they don't increase our debt ceiling, then the United States cannot pay what is owed to other countries because uh, uh, blacks don't understand how important a dollar is and how much you need to be able to manage your money, buy the land, because when you buy the land, land is money, and that land and that money is equivalent to power. And so as I'm sitting there and he's saying it, and he's explaining that if it doesn't get raised, Social Security gets cut off. The VA compensation gets cut off. And all these other benefits get cut off if they don't raise the ceiling because now we're at this point where there's too much spending and cannot get out this hole that the country has put in. So in that, as what you're describing and what you're saying, I'm looking at it as when are Blacks in the community going to work together to be able to have something so when the country falls apart, when, it, when that balloon pops, Will black community be ready and be able to stand strong and tall? And my fear is I don't think so, because we still buying like you name brand this, name brand that. Why are you buying and, and you you spending over five thousand on your vehicle, but you're living in a shack? Why are you spending all this money on Well, we've been known to buy cars and lease houses. And, and, and buying all this jewelry, but you're still living in you're still living in shack. Oh, you live you still living with your mama, or your papa, or your grandma, or your or whomever. When we should be taking that money and be consciously smart and spend that money on land investment, because and create another Wall Black Wall Street. Well, do they know, do we know where wealth is coming from and how it's generated? I have no faith and confidence in the fraudulent, crooked bank system. There's no other place where they do what they do when it comes to a mortgage. You go out, you buy a mortgage, it's worth 120000 30 year note, it's for $500,000 you can pay. That's a fraudulent. First of all, that is the biggest scam ownership the way they have it set up. Because if you buy, you didn't get the money in your hand and your account, it wasn't a true loan. But the dominant culture put rules in place called truth and lending. Now ask the bank, go ask your mortgage company, where is this money that was sent in the check? Let me see the check signed for when I got my mortgage. Okay? That's true. It don't happen. So, okay, it's fraudulent, people. That's true. Okay? Because the bank doesn't it's own it's just it. Uh, people don't even understand. The mortgage come from a word, mortician. Did you know that? <coughs> and then it's to them do you part if you don't know what you're doing. So there's a culture that comes over this country and understand how to handle They don't move till they pay cash. So you pay 120, I'm just using that number. And instead of 30 years later, by the time you finish it, they don't come take it. You done in there 20, 30 years like they do. But look, you done paid five, six, seven hundred thousand. 
Mm-hmm. He, okay, just, so buy right out and stuff because that is that's the biggest fraud and it coming around and the interest rate and the way it changed and, and stuff <sighs> when you talk to black dollar you got to talk to black and what should we be buying apartment mm-hmm. complexes land home forget about gucci gucci glasses gucci shoes gucci drawers gucci pants Gucci <laughs> draws. You know, go to the Chinese people. We buy all they have products, and they, the Chinese people, they smart. They know to go to India to get it. Tell it to us, mm-hmm. and we are not respected. We need to do something to help our people really understand what is happening and what is going on. And you're so right on, on things. We can't cover this all in one session. It's too much. And if we give them too much, then we lose out. And, but we need to start educating them how to spend. The banking system has really been on another credit system for five, six years now that we don't have existed. And if we can get together and really, we ain't go listen, we can't change everybody, but we can a few people at a time. Yeah, that's true. And and that's my goal has always been. Look at it a different angle. Let's stop doing certain things. Of course, we got to move around. We got to buy and get a car and get a house. But just know what opportunities out there. And then after that, we ought to start helping show other people because we're going to leave when we become too old to move around, okay, and make rules and call shots, we're going to be too old and we accident. Out of here. Okay? So at least the generation behind us, number one, they'll know how to treat the elder. Number two, they can have something. The dominant culture has been successful at destroying the earth, the culture of the earth. Okay? And they get out of here. They look at going up the street. They never been up there, but a few of them now know what's up there. I thought the Lord was, but they bypassed the Lord. I don't know. But we, we really need to do something, and I know time is in us. Uh, start reading, start researching and stuff. Uh, there's things that we can do to open business and collect. If we could just get a few leaders in every city to start creating some type of advisory board to support our community and put money back. Why is it that the dominant culture shows up in our community doing the storms. They already know poor people didn't have insurance to protect their home. They come in, build them up, fix them up, habitat for humanity, all that. Now, let me explain something to you. We should be doing the same thing, okay? Now, I'm not knocking it, but I do wonder, are you doing it because you're guilty? Are you just doing it because, you know, you know it's important to keep us in existence for your survival? I wish I know we don't. Whereas eight twelve is over there. We need to get the group that that's was, in our community create a lot of problems too. And that's the church. That was a bomb that you just dropped. Wait a minute. Oh, we need to get well, the church. We gotta have like a part two, part two, part three. Oh, did you say you want to get the church? Oh we God. That's where the black dollar has always been for a long period of time. And I tell all churches, you ought to be teaching your people 
with the governing culture do, get insurance policy to pay Big Mama's funeral service, and not only that, leave some money for the church and nonprofit organization that you love by getting uh, the right type of insurance policy. That's where wealth is made. The dominant culture understands this for many, many years. Mm-hmm. We leave, we die, we leave debt and despair. And have and, and having selling plates to get some money to, to bear well, someone. Yeah, you gotta hurry up. Now, go me. now when they're trying to figure out because you're learning these things, now they're raising the, the game. They're gonna raise the bar. Cause we like to eat and drink, so we eating up with high blood pressure and diabetes. So if we want to get in and get the five million dollar pockets, we gotta pay six hundred dollars a month. And they bet. That's how they do. They bet on your life. Bet you won't. You can't make a claim within two years. We're gonna put you on here, but you better not die. You can't die until after two years. Well, man, you see, I'm already eating up with the high blood stuff. I'm trying to. I didn't know that, and I'm trying to help my children. But now I can't even afford a six hundred, seven, eight hundred dollar life policy that generates a half a million, a million dollars, because I got the high blood. And if I'm paying all that while I'm living, when I die, I surely ain't gonna leave nothing. So it's a catch. So I tell people, look, old people like, oh, we got to invest in our children. They're young enough to get these policies cheaper. Mm-hmm. Now we need to find good insurance and man to come and tell you about it. I kind of got tough and get that so you can bury and leave some money. Call shots from the grave. Mm-hmm. Set it up. The insurance. You got five children, you know, uh, you could you got a million dollars, you can divide it and let it go to each one of them at a certain point of time. The dominant culture, don't tell them no secret. Look at all the politicians are surviving. They all got insurance policies. They all got tr- uh, uh, trust account, and they all there only for the pension. Think, think about this. I'm gonna go think about this. Go and look at your United States congressmen, state senators, U.S. senators. Just go look at the judicial system, the government system, and look at each branch of the government. The U.S. The, all the, they all got one thing in common. I discovered they write hot checks. Y'all didn't know that? They write hot checks. Mm-hmm. They spend a lot of money. They misuse the campaign funds. People sitting up there with millions of politicians' dollars in their pocket. And you, you're their political weapon, black people. Understand that, and they got insurance policy and trust account. When you come after them, how we get a dummy go down here and get elected and win, and don't have the education? He lied about the education he had. Be elected and got tons of money, but he had bounce checks and everything else. And that's in the debt now because of we don't know, man. We don't know. But but you know when you mentioned about when you mentioned about. The life insurance and, and we talked about the importance of the dollar, especially the black community. What the, I think the biggest thing overall is that black communities need to know how to manage the money properly. Know what is is value to what is not value. Because like you said, the dominant culture is from what I learned and about watching and studying is that I use this for example. I can have been I can get insurance on you and misunderstood. And then in return, you get insurance on me and misunderstood and misunderstood would get insurance on you and me. So then if we are in a family, that money stays exactly right in that family. But you can't get the insurance if you don't know how to manage your money to be able to pay on the policy. 
And that's why you got to take control. You have to have a government. You have to have a group of people, like you just said. And then in that group, there needs to be someone who is in control, making sure everything happens. All right? You ain't, you, 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 the decision, you, the president of, you know, to monitor these pop and make sure, and mine, all right, make sure my son, my daughter, when I'm out of here, out of the policy, you got to be, make sure they get this. You satisfied because you only with half a million instead of a million. The dominant culture does it. Because one thing they do know, you're going to die. We all going to die. That's true. And that's money. Uh, but we wasn't taught them. We didn't know it. And we, and we still can't get it. And we don't understand why it's important to score. So here's a trick. Why not a trick? Because we live longer now because of science and medicine and the Lord, we still have an opportunity to make an impact before we get out of here. Go ahead. You got little Willie, little Pookie. He's five, six, seven, eight years old. Ray Ray, little Ray Ray. All right. <laughs> And uh, 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 Ms. Shanequa and, 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 and Shakisha and all of them. Go ahead. They young. They young. Go ahead. You can get a million dollar policy that'll do what we're telling them. Cheap. 30, 40, 50 dollars. My mom and daddy, you can't get it because you got the high blood and the diabetes. Mm-hmm. And understand the details of your policy. They need to pay like the dominant culture. You know, get some, then when you get sick, you don't have to really die like y'all president, one of them are doing. He chose to be in hospice, but very comfortable leaving this earth. Okay? Let's teach our people to do that. So when you leave, you can bring the best in your house and health care. We'll talk about that. We ain't get to the church room. Uh, the church has got a lot of money they deposit. Oh, ain't no yeah. secret. Oh, yes. And you don't see them doing nothing to tell you. Tomorrow morning in my city, I'm going to be at an event, and it's not my church. I won't go there. It's not my cup of tea. I don't care for it. It's one of the largest churches in America. Uh, here in town, I'm going to be there. And, uh, at 8 o'clock, they have, they have a uh, large uh, uh, black entrepreneur show for black businesses. All right? You know, the big center here. Gotcha. Okay. Lakewood Church. Go online uh, and look it up. They're having a big event there and they got us there. I'm going to see what they're treating us and what they're doing us and see how many of us there and see can I market to us? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's tomorrow, people. That's tomorrow. I'm going to see what they're doing. We need to get on these churches. That's true. Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get on that. So, any, any last word misunderstood before I get the last word and miss Mr. Baker, Dr. Baker? All I can say is, wow, you better run this back. Listen to it again. He dropped a lot of omens. He dropped, he dropped a lot of information, and this is the beginning. It's just the beginning. Just know that you found it on in the trenches. That's all I can tell you. Oh, yeah. More, more, yeah. In the trenches, and we got to be. You may be by yourself, but stay in the trenches. Hey, come on. Well, I want to go ahead out of uh, misunderstood in myself, Dr. Baker or Mr. Baker. I appreciate you coming out out of your busy schedule for this this hot topic. He's a doctor. He's yes. a doctor. Please forgive me. Yeah, I 
I'm wrong because I know I need to get you some information and stuff, and I just it, it's just been crazy. And, uh, I, I saw something that look, man, not just I see I got all this. You saw this movement compartment, but I did see some of the other people from uh, the other show, uh, Resetters. I thought they were on here somewhere. Uh, can you see that? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see a little bit. And okay. uh, matter of fact, I'm glad you brought up the resetter because you know you want to uh, see. The resetter. The resetters on Thursday night, every Thursday at seven from seven to eight. And what is the resetters? The resetters is a show where we motivate and we enhance those individuals mentally to reset your mind from being stressed from the world, from the kids, uh, from uh, baby mama, uh, daddy, <laughs> from the baby daddy, or whomever that sometimes you need to relax and mentally get away to reset your mind so you be more productive and and not be destructive. So check out Resetters, uh, The Resetters, on Thursday night from 7 to 8 with uh, Mr. Ken Johnson. And, of course, Mr. Now, let me, let me rephrase it. Dr. Baker will be well, he there. He threatened me the other week. Now, I'm telling you. He's going to find. He's going to find. He's still going yeah, to we, we do it. Uh, what's wrong with you? Do it. <laughs> it's something else, but it's a good show. We all need to reset, revamp, restart, take a look at it. And one yep. of the things misunderstood that they always have on there is that. Uh, people are afraid to say, I need to take another look. I need to reset. I need to step back. Uh, I have families in the education industry where I teach school, and uh, one of them told me uh, certain districts have uh, when the teachers and students are off an entire week every month, and they call it a mental health or mental wellness. And I say, well, we didn't have that. We were coming up and stuff. So uh, there's an issue that tells us with mental health and psychological and emotional and stuff. People are crazy now. And I say, yeah, they need to reset, take a breather. Because you get to teaching these kids on both sides of the street. And so as resetters, the shows like this, stop, take a break, breathe. If you keep moving and pressing and doing it because you're trying to be there for everybody, then you're good to nobody when you no longer exist. So if you're doing what you're doing to help people, realize you got to take a first, shut it down. You don't have no obligation, and they do it to me, to answer every phone call and reply to every text and every social media report, post and all that. I just ignore it all at some point unless they try to get my services up, and I can be delayed on that. So we need to reset, relook at it, start over again. Do like the dominant culture. They, they tell stuff. They come back five years playing. All right. All right. Well, you heard it. You heard it. I'm glad to be misunderstood. Listen, my quote, and I say to all of us, and this is not from black people, the white people, the Spanish, the Chinese, the Oriental. This is all the human beings. They need to find something in you and understand that we all need to search in here and find that and discover you are all of goodness. Give it out. Pour it out. Pour it into others and it come back. Reciprocity. It's been great. 
know we got off track and we kind of knew this was going to happen. Well, it's still 825. So oh, let's, no. let's misunderstand. Yeah, misunderstood what, what you got to say. What, what, what are you saying? We can, <laughs> I'm saying that if I was closer to y'all, that might we might be able to work it out. <laughs> but since I'm on the other side, we you can't hit church right now. You got to be fresh. I need you. I need to be fresh for you to hit church the way you gonna get in on church because it's a definitely it, it's a, listen. It's it's an it's imperative that we hit the church because the sad part about it is people get so caught up in the Jesus on the cross that they are broke in their spirit. They have the money and then they give the money to things that they believe are charitable because I believe, like you said earlier, a lot of people are doing this stuff out of guilt about the fact that they know that they haven't been paying attention. They know that they really don't care, you know? And then when it hits the news, now everybody's paying attention. So now oh, we're going to put it in the pulpit. We're going to actually ask for a donation. But then it goes only but right there. We have heard so many things about the church already that, you know, especially in this season of Lent, we need to come back because we need to we need to help people through their 40 because something needs to die. And then by the end of the 40, maybe it can be reborn. You know what I mean? That's that's how I look at it. Because we need to uh, understand when they talk, I think the church does the community sometimes a disservice. Not all churches. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you from the inside about and one thing the average church from both sides culture everywhere. It's church become like a drug. You feel good while you're there. Right. And then you get this emotional group of people who don't have nothing to give. We'll talk about that at one point. And they say turn around three times, God gonna make America happen. It ain't in the book, but I understand the theater of church. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a drug, an open. It feels good. And you just feel you can take the world. But then something happens. We can pick up next time from this. Something happens after Sunday morning. And guess what that is? Life. Monday morning. Get off the things. Stop this. Oh, I'll tell you about that. Monday comes. What you doing now? You feeling this bad. You can't wait to get to that drug. Just to make you feel mm-hmm. good with the drugs you got. You didn't take that energy and really start being creative with it. You just let it wear out and went to sleep and cooked chicken and ate food and went to sleep Sunday morning, you know, your day. And you woke up Monday morning. And the sad thing is, after Monday, it's Tuesday. And so the churches have set it up so you can get that shot again on Wednesday. Midweek service. And that hold you till Sunday. Let's talk about that. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about that. So if you're watching, listening, this is In the Trenches. Again, our special guest is Dr. Donald Baker. And, of course, a lovely co-host, Misunderstood Adrian. Hey, listen, I want to tell y'all, thank y'all for taking the time out for listening and watching the show. 
and uh, peace out on the next episode. I, I got one question we, we should do. What's that? I, 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 with, uh, with Misunderstood on you, me, and the reseller, we can do it. And, and get everybody, make everybody on here. We're going to shake some. We can do that. We're we do need that. to talk about that one day and do that. Okay. Right. Sounds good. Get ready for 2024 because right now they're going to be kind to you. You're going to get more food stamps and all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. They need, you. they need you, black people. Stop letting them mistreat us. We're going to change them. I think we can do it. Okay, guys? But listen, it's been great. I'm sorry. No, I, this this show here is not politically correct. I am unapologetically. I am unapologetically proud to be black. I'm unapologetically proud to be who I am, what I say. I'm I'm not going back on nothing I say. Damn it. Okay, it's true. It's fact, and y'all scared to say it. I'm gonna say it. If you don't like it, then don't call. Don't put me on. Just leave me be, and I stay working like I am. I am unapologetic, but I'm thankful to be a guest on this show. All right? Well, well you know, we're we going to bring you back on, so, yes. you know, it'll be other Let's parts we talk about on Black economics. All right, we don't want to like us. They ain't obligated to like us, but they're obligated to love us. That's true. Hey, I don't come like on now. I don't like everybody. I don't. That's true. I have a question, uh, pressure on me to like everybody. It never said go here like everybody because I don't like everybody. <laughs> All right, love everybody. Love is a high calling. All right, listen. All right. I'm grateful. All right, come on, buy me some food. Throw it away if I can. In the trenches, real raw plain speak without all the political correctness. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, reach out to TS and F Consultant and Management on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So long for now from In the Trenches. 